Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody out there, especially our besties, our resident besties that join us every week. I'm here in the Hall Wine Studio uh, with my bestie, Austin, joining us from his house, and Nick Norris, um, wherever he may be. What's up, guys? What's up, y'all? We are. Nick had the, uh, Nick officiated his first wedding. How'd that go, Nick? I did. It was fun. Actually, I guess I did a good job. Everybody kept saying I should do it for a living. So, yeah. That All right. Good. Were you nervous, man? Because I always feel like if I was going to officiate a wedding, I'd, I'd for sure be nervous. But I feel like I would just go off, off script, and that's the only way that I would survive. Well, that was my only critique to myself. But everybody said I was fine. That I read too much. But I guess that's what you're supposed to do when you officiate a yeah. wedding: is you make sure it goes well. So, no small task. Yeah. No small task, especially if the as long as they were happy, then that's all that matters. I mean, I guess the only thing that I would kind of keep on track or, or on, uh, you know, the only thing I would read verbatim would most likely be the, what's it called, Nick? The actual vows or, or, yeah, or like the, the vows, the pronouncement. So it was kind of pronouncement, pronouncement, but it was kind of like half. It was, it was literally like once they actually got up, there it was literally a 12 minute ceremony, which was nice. So it was pretty much just boom, boom, boom. And then they're like, he's Jewish, she's Catholic. But so we did like the mazel, like the smashing of the glass, which was fun. Um, Twelve minute ceremonies make guests happy. That's, yes, no, it that's was for sure. It was you sat, everybody sits down. They the bride, and, you know, they they do their thing. They come out. It was like twelve minutes, and we were over, and we were drinking by like five forty five. There you go. I uh, let's see, man. I just I just had a fun golf tournament with like 20 guys uh out on Kiwa Craig and uh I was a new addition this year you know they have four four um new additions you know the rookies and they've been doing this now this was the fourth year and uh I mean I was just like why why don't we do this man but also I was like I don't know if I have like 20 dudes that like I get to meet up and play golf like that's a that's a commitment yeah, I think everyone strives to go on like a golf trip every year. I <clears throat> have not hit that phase. My friends do it. Um, we did play on a bachelor party in Puerto Rico once, and I was like, I want to start going on golf trips, but just don't really play on vacation, but I should. I mean, you were with what, Jonathan, Jonathan Stewart and his friends? Yeah, yes, yeah, so Jonathan Stewart, um, ex-running back of the County Panthers, become a pretty good friend, and, and, and I guess that he told the organizer about – you know, me, right? Because the tournament was on Kiwa and he was like, yo, if we're looking for like new, new blood and people that are in the area, you know, Austin lives in Charleston. So it was a quick, a quick little drive out there for me. It couldn't have come at a better time, Craig, as you know, I mean, it was like, all right, time to get out of town and just like relax. And so Thursday night of the tournament um, was like the champions dinner. And so what they do is they kind of do, like a masters ish dinner where the previous year's champion chooses the dinner for this year. And 
it was like a six course meal. It was so, so good. I mean, did you pay to play in it? Like, is it for charity or no? No, 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 no. no, I mean, just buddies, right? Like, you know, this was not like a pro-am jam or anything like that. Yeah, it was just like a bunch of buddies that that get together. And funny enough, they made me a captain, right? Which they told me that I was going to be one. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, 95% of the names out here. Like, I don't know who to choose. But, you know, luckily throughout the night, during our dinner and drinks and this and that and all the brevity of the evening, I um, made made some buds and was able to pick a pretty good team, right? I was like, I just want a bunch of guys that are down to like drink like six to 10 beers and we'll shoot it in the eighties. And like, if I can find that, then, then I'm good to go because I was like, I'm drinking tomorrow. And that's what I want to do. I want to drink. And, but once you play in tournaments like that, you know, even though that it's not like a real tournament, you're like so kind of locked in on the first nine. So none of us really drank on the first nine. I mean, I had like a drink on the first nine and then I doubled and I was like, all right, all right. The floodgates are open. So it was just a, just so much fun. It's just yeah, so much I am. Um, I need to hit, <clears throat> hit you guys up. I'd love to do something similar. Yeah. Um, my buddy is actually, uh, Connor McMullen, I forget what group it is. I have to find out is doing what you've wanted to do forever. And he started last year planning a golf tournament, big charity golf tournament. Uh, and it's in the Bahamas in oh. June or May. Oh. So I'm flying down, uh, for that. And he's just doing it for, uh, it's some, who like, is it? Who is it? Uh, Sean's brother, Connor, like Sean. McMullen, oh, okay. brother, Got Connor. It. And he has this like creative group and they're doing it for, some something for the seas. I don't know something in the water. Um, but anyway, uh, maybe you'll go with me. It's pretty cool. But Austin and I have always wanted to do a golf tournament. Those that have listened for a while know that. Hopefully, one day we will. I'm actually planning one um, Easter Monday just for fun. Me and my buddies. It's like you know, five hundred bucks to to join at Snee Farm or you know for like a tournament. And uh, I was invited, or I was going to have you guys that live in Snee or or who? No, it's just open for anyone. So like anyone can have a team. So if a spot okay. opens up, I'll let you know. But um, yeah, I, yeah, I saw I mean, something I... on the internet. Well, because they're they're write offs and they're a lot of fun. You know, you get a little swag bag and it's an excuse to drink. But I just saw recently on the internet someone was like anything like the the funny kind of quirky uniqueness of telling your wife or girlfriend you're going on a golf trip versus just telling her like explain a golf trip without using the word golf like what would you say to like a buddy like if you were inviting him to go on the trip okay all right yeah um wait if i was inviting you to come on a trip craig and which is don't and don't use the word golf right it's a golf trip but you can't say like the word golf. So just like try to get me to go on it. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would say that uh, a couple of friends are taking a guy's trip and uh, you know, we're, we're going to have like a private chef and we're going to go to a great restaurant and we're going to Punakana Craig. And we got this awesome eight, eight bedroom house and uh, there's a casino nearby and we're going to jump in the ocean every day. And that's how I convince you to come on a trip, regardless of it being a golf trip or not. Right. And like, if you were to ask your wife or girlfriend, you know, it was a guy's trip. The majority of people that should be like, you know, it'd be like, honey, I'm going to go get hammered drunk with my college friends (laughs) in another country 
for like a weekend and like really not, <laughs> it's going to be hard to reach me. I'm going to be a lot of casinos. Half the group's going to go to strip clubs and uh, it's cool. And she'd be like, yeah, no, I don't think so. But if you're just like, hey, yeah. I'm going on a golf trip, they're like, I, I guess that's what guys do. <laughs> Or you can pull the stew from the hangover and just quite literally just be like, babe, we're just we're just going to this really quiet vineyard in Napa. And it's get it's this really cute, you know, Airbnb. And I'm not going to have much cell service. And I'm so sorry. So there's the guys who tell their wives that they're going to Vegas. And then there's the guys that uh, lie and say that they're going to a cute Airbnb in Napa. Yeah. And here I... You know, to Which guy, you own, like, well, I couldn't be in a relationship where I couldn't be completely a hundred percent truthful. Cause I tell everyone everything. Like I talk too much. So I'm just like, all right, we're going out to do this, 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 and this. And it's like, go have the most fun. Um, yeah. but some guys have the lying down packed and it doesn't stress them out. They're like, what? I do not give a fuck. We're going like out to Napa for some wine tasting. And they're usually the craziest ones. I mean, they're the ones that are like, going True. bananas and we all have like in your head you can be like there's i can see you know i have my group and i can see exactly which well, ones yeah, go where because those guys are normally the guys that are on the tightest of leashes yes. and so they're like i fucking need this man i need this and then and then they're just like yeah and, and then they just go wild and you're like oh my god have you been out of the house in like six years they're the most dangerous ones too where you're just like dude i I don't like you should take a breather. Like, you know, yeah. they're like, I get three days to do whatever the hell I want. Well, you know, without that leash and they go fucking nuts, which I don't know. Lesson to people listening, the looser, the leash, usually the tamer, the person I know everyone's different, but no, I, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's like typically, that's like typically the way that it is. It's like for, preacher, I mean, like a sure. preacher daughter syndrome, except for like grown ups. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have dated some girls where I just couldn't believe how little of rules that they had in, in fucking high school. But like, I think that that tamed them all down for college and whatnot, because they were like, Oh, I've kind of been living like this for ages. I don't really have a curfew and I can do whatever I want. And I'm like, how in God's name can you just do whatever you want? And then you go to college and since you've already done it, I mean, yeah, would, yeah, the lying, typically, would the lying weigh on you? Like, we're not even talking yes. like go Craig, one thousand like percent. Yeah, like just lying about the the simplest, the most simple of lies would weigh on me. Like <laughs> I lived, I lived in constant anxiety when I dated. You know, fucking, you know, just constant like anxiety because I was just like ah, and it, and it was never good. And I was biting. No, it was bad, bad man. It, it just like like yeah, if like you're not good and truthful and honest and and like all, all of those things and like what the hell are you doing because it is miserable it is miserable yeah i mean and then it's a double-edged sword because then you feel like you have to tell your partner everything and they're like i don't need to know that i don't want to know that like and you're like okay yeah. i just want you to know that i'm not keeping anything from you and they're like dude unless you like right right right, right. Me, you don't need to tell me i know what you mean too yeah. by the way i know exactly what you mean and uh you know, you're like, okay, hey, girl, well, I really at me appreciate the you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I really appreciate you being honest and pointing out every girl in this bar that you've slept with, but you don't have to do that because I don't want to know. And you're like, okay, sorry, sorry. I just, I just want to tell you, uh, but my bad, I won't do that anymore. There was a girl and she said hi to me. And I was like, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, if so I mean, golf, Craig, man, I mean, that's a you know, trip. you're in a good position because uh, Paige, literally, and I've been on the receiving end of this many a time. It's like leave, leave <laughs> the apartment and go with Austin and go to the fish show or go to dinner or go do whatever or go to the Rangers game, which we'll get into here in a second. And uh, I feel like I just had this like epiphany, you know, with you recently, and 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 that's. That's obviously the way to be. That's yeah, obviously the way to be. She's like, like just and if go. you do something really bad, I'll leave your ass. And that's the balance. Go have all the fun that you want. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't do... have too much fun, you scumbag. Well, and she, uh, and... I'll see you when you get home. Yeah. So, yeah, we were at the gym and Austin actually came to this kind of epiphany where um, I did. Paige couldn't go on a trip with us. And uh, she was like, but you go have fun and I'll see you when you get back. And Austin, you were like, wait, I that kind of sounds awesome. Long distance kind of sounds awesome. I'm like, wait, so you're going to get back from this trip and then you're going to go and see her and you're going to have missed the shit out of her this whole time. And it's just going to be even better. It's going to be like, you know, fireworks going off, like probably better sex. And like you genuinely just miss her and you probably were FaceTiming her every day on this trip. I mean, it, it doesn't sound bad, Craig. It doesn't no, sound well, bad. And back in the day, it was just harder to do. Like with the ease of, you know, of travel wasn't there. But, um, you know, we're going to give it a shot, Austin. I think, you know, well, I think starting this week, tell them what we're going to New York for. Yeah. Uh, besties, as you've seen us posting, our restaurant, Carriage House, is finally opening in the West Village. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Um, oh, long awaited first foray into the restaurant industry, uh, opening on, uh, Wednesday, the 29th. And so Craig and I are going to go up, uh, we're actually gonna go up a day early and we're going to go to the Rangers game on Tuesday night because, uh, I've never been to a Rangers game. Craig has gone to one earlier this year. I'm pretty stoked about it. So going to go to Rangers game on Tuesday. Um, y'all tell us some of your favorite like pre Rangers bars to go to. Cause I've obviously been to MSG a bunch of times, Craig, cause I've seen fish at MSG like 25 times. And I do know a, a bunch of good bars, but like, what are, what are some staples that New Yorkers go to for Rangers games? What did Paige say? Where did y'all go? Uh, we went to dinner beforehand and then just went uh, to the game. Um, I have and, a feeling and, that you and I will do like, yeah, well that- like a light bite. And drinks. Yeah, we well, we did the date thing. And speaking of, like, being able to live your life, uh, Paige will actually be in Albany. She's, like, speaking at her, her. Uh, I always say it wrong, automator. Wait, what's your college? Alma mater. Alma mater. <laughs> so she's speaking at her college. Um, and so I. What I'm, is her college? St. Rose. St. Rose, man. What's the population of St. Rose? Uh, it's in Albany, St. Rose College. It's like. 742 students. No, I bet it's. What is that called? Is class, it class? Size? Is it, is it like, like an all women's college? Um, yeah. I mean, there's, there, were, I need to get back to Alabama to speak. I'm going to tell you what, cause I was talking to Shep just recently and Shep was like, <laughs> listen, to this by the way, Craig. And I think that you'll appreciate the advice that I gave him because he, uh, he was like, all right, so I either have a golf tournament in Vegas that I can go to or my uh, the business school at Georgia wants me to speak 
And then he was like, and so I was like, Shep, you love Georgia. You love the Bulldogs. You should try to have as great of a relationship with your alma mater as you possibly can and fuck the tournament in Vegas. It sounds fun. Sure. But like build that relationship with your alma mater. He's like, you're right. You're right. You're right. And then I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait, I need to go back to Bama and speak. Cause someone asked me like a year or so ago and I kind of just never followed up because in my head I was like, well, what the hell am I going to talk to these kids about? You know? Yeah. I mean, it's easier than you think. It's a lot of question driven stuff too, which is nice. Do you give money to your alma mater? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, you know, different tiers to be like different. And, um, you know, I've always kind of like dreamt about the day when I'm going to, you know, donate like a wing. That's pretty fun. I'm like, here is, here is $1.5 million now. Name this library after me. Well, would you want your, it's a little more than that, but would you want yeah, your, probably. Um, your, just a little, kids, yeah. Would you want your kids to go to? Well, Alabama? it's a small library. Craig. Well, dude, that, I it's just a really small library. that documentary, which we can talk about later on the college admission scandal and the amount of money that you have to donate to go to an Ivy league school to even get a second look the legal way, like the grayish way is 10 to 20 mil at least. Like people are giving, okay. (laughs) Like that was just for a second look um, for your kid. Yeah. 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 I guess if you want to build a library, God damn, how much money did you have to give? Like 50 mil, 50 to a hundred. Jesus. Did you, so you want your kids to go to Alabama or you'd be okay with it? No, 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 no. I, I love the way that my parents did it. The way that my parents did it, I mean, my mom went to Ithaca. My dad went to Florida. You know, my dad's from Pennsylvania. Mom's from Long Island. And they literally were just like, go wherever that you feel comfortable. Like, we want you to go where you feel comfortable. And so I visited so many schools. And let's just say that my folks and the, and the whole rest of my family were not expecting me to go to Alabama. Like, when I was born, I'm sure that the last place on planet Earth that they thought that their son was going to go to was a school in the deep, deep South. Um, but they were happy that I was happy. So that's, yeah. is the approach that I hopefully will take if, and when I have children. Yeah. I, um, I give through basketball tickets. I guess that's like the way that I, I'm like real big. <laughs> Look, we both do a lot of charitable stuff, but I think it's awesome when you can get something out of the charity, which almost like obviously on its face doesn't sound great. But what I mean by that is like, they're like, Hey, donate five grand and you get season tickets for the basketball yeah, team. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, you know what? That's great. Um, yeah. And, and you and I did something with CFC not too long ago and they send me stuff still to, you know, donate. And I'm like, all right, you know what? It's not my alma mater, but I, I do live here and, you know, CFC is kind to me. They give me tickets and things like that. So, uh, all right, fine. I'll cut a check for, you know, 500 bucks. <laughs> yeah. It looks like nothing like crazy. Right. No, Cause like, no, no. it's not my alma mater. So, no. so like, I'm not, no, I always money, but like I, I do write a check. I think that's really nice of you to do that. That's crazy, but it's good. Um, St. Rose has, it looks like between two and 4,000. Um, Damn. So like the whole school is going to be there with page talks potentially. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's not tell her that. I feel like the entire school is going to be there page. Well, uh, the classrooms are probably really small. I mean, dude, at Bama, some of these lectures, man, I had like, you know, three, like 350 kids in there. I mean, that's, that's wild. Yeah, that is crazy. I didn't have That's a lot of kids. Like that. It looks like 66% female. 
Uh, and it looks like it's a fun, like Saint Rose. school. Uh, so anyway, she'll be doing that and, uh, it's cool. So I'm out in the city by myself on Tuesday night and Austin's will be with me. You so are, you are not by yourself because yeah. I will be there with right. you at a Rangers game. Well, yes. So we're, I did the date night at the Rangers, which was really neat. There is some cool, like it's kind of a classy sporting event to go to, you know, you're at MSG, not it's fan. It feels fancy probably cause in, you're in the heart of New York city. Uh, but I want to go with you and get a little rowdier. You know, we like okay. walked home after the game and it was nice, but I want to get rowdy yeah. with you. Speaking of, as you're talking to me, I need to, because I changed my flight to Tuesday. I definitely need to hit up our connect at the hotel, Craig. Tell him I also need 328. And then Patrick Kane just went to the Rangers, which is crazy. Yeah, he um, did. And uh, Jacob Truba is our business partner in Carriage House. Uh, we will talk a little bit more about Carriage House when we get back while Austin Texas Hotel Connect. Let's take a quick <laughs> uh, break. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. I'm so stoked that game time came into our lives because it makes it so easy to find last minute events around me. All I did was type in my email, come up with a password, which I definitely don't use for everything. And I can see all of the events around me. Look, I'll do it right now. I just clicked on game time on the app of my phone. And I see that little Wayne, who is my favorite concert that I've ever been to in my entire life is playing in Columbia, South, South Carolina at the township auditorium on April 23rd. And now I can see that. Wow. Tickets range from a hundred dollars to 234. And it shows me all the seats available, all the rows where they are. Wow. That's incredible service. It'll show you a pinpoint of where your seat is in the auditorium or whatever venue you're doing. And um, that's usually what keeps me, it, it actually shows me two to four seats are together right in the front row. Austin, we might be going to Little Wayne. You want to go to Little Wayne? Yes, I do actually. I love this. And I can do it. Look, actually, I can buy with Apple Pay right in the app, two tickets, April 23rd. Okay. I, while I work on this. Tell them how you feel about it, Austin. All right, y'all. Game time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance, as Craig just said. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Yeah, that's really incredible. I you, you just can't beat that. It takes all the risk out of buying tickets. Uh, so snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Pillows and Beer for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Pillows and Beer for twenty dollars off, which I'm going to you for these little Wayne tickets. And uh, so download Game Time today with me. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Oh, I just got into that. That's my like one of my favorite gym songs uh, ever. Let's tell you a little bit more about Carriage House. <clears throat> if you live in New York City or if you are around visiting, 
It is on 7th and 10th in the West Village. Um, it seats almost 80 people. It is currently open for reservations using the app Talk. Um, T-O-C-K. It is $10 a head uh, deposit for your reservation right now, which is applied to your bill. Um, and it's just going to be incredible. Austin and I are going for opening night. Uh, we've got some really exciting partners that we haven't even announced yet. And uh, it's just going to be great. So, you know, we, we do spend a lot of time in New York. We are putting down roots, going to the Rangers game, even as Caps fans and Austin's a Carolina fan, and uh, but Caps too. And now a little bit of love for the Rangers, uh, especially because of our partner, Jacob Truba. And um, shout out to our head chef, Jordan Andino, our creative mastermind. Jordan and Dino. We got to have Jordan back on here. He he's been on the podcast before, but Craig, everything that you just said, I mean, it was really like it's really good to listen to that sometimes, right? Because you're like, I mean, look at all these awesome things that are on the horizon. Like, how exciting! Um, I mean, just talking to Jordan, he's so amped and he's so stoked. Um, you know, I. I said something to him and he's like, yo, bro, are you questioning me? And I was like, no, dude, I'm just nervous. We're going to kill it though. And he's like, you know, I mean, he, he's definitely stoked as are we. I mean, we, we want Jordan to, to come to the game with us on Tuesday, but he's like, yo, I'm not sure if I can, you know, with all the prep and things. And Craig and I were like, oh yeah, you're literally grand opening a restaurant the next evening. Kill it, fam. Kill it. So obviously we can get a lot of people in the doors the first time, but the restaurant itself is what's going to bring people back. And we want it to become a staple, not only in New York City, but a couple other cities in the country. So this is the beginning and we can't wait to share it uh, with y'all. We'll take note of what we order, Austin, and uh, we'll share share that next week. Some people have messaged me about the menu. Uh, It's going to be rotating. Uh, You know, it's a little higher class fare. You know, it's nothing crazy, but you're going to have the goal is to not leave there and want to go eat somewhere else. You know, you're going to be taken care of. You're going to be full. And uh, it's it's going to be higher scale American cuisine um, or American take on other people's cuisine. And we'll have more to say about it next week after we go. But just really excited. Again, you can book reservations on talk. I think the first month is pretty much booked out. Um, I yeah. No, no, I was checking it. I. I was checking it right because it's so exciting to see um you click on certain days and it's like oh booked up right because i was like okay well what if i book uh on this date right because i'm going back to the city craig like april 22nd or something and i'm like trying to look at dates then and i clicked on one date and it was completely booked and i was like okay that's kind of awesome i was like that's kind of dope that's completely booked on i mean i don't remember the day but um there are times from 4 p.m. until what? The last reservation is 10.45 or something like that? It, it's it's going quick, um, and hopefully it stays that way. So yeah, um, if you are going to the Rangers game, give us a shout-out. Uh, let us know. Yeah. You might see and Tell us where to go, people. I mean, because yeah. I do love Penzi, man. Penzi's fun. Austin's Craig, a big, right? like, before the game um bar guy so yeah i'm down to pre- look I, I like i said i'm i've got the well, i don't know what the word for it is but i'm i'm hanging with you that night austin um you got the hall pass to fucking 
to fucking you know run around that night and delete some beers with me. And that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to delete beers before Rangers games because I heard that Rangers games get rowdy. The fans are like, I mean, if they score a goal, like, are they not just going off? Yeah. I mean, I feel like people, that's in every sport, but like the Rangers in particular is what I've heard. People throw shit on the ice. And Jordan was always like, hey, man, like one time, what well, you know, Jordan's got Cook It All Cost on Netflix and he's all over the Food Network. But he's like, I want to be on like celebs in attendance screen. And I didn't know what he was talking about. And then I was there with Paige. Who did and, they show? Who did they show? I mean, 10 A-listers. Like it's Madison Square know. Garden. So you're like, yeah, I mean, m- not us not us um and (laughs) and i remember thinking in my head being like jordan i think we have a little ways to go buddy because like yeah i mean it's pretty it's it's people that live in new york city and are actually like famous do i have to think about what to wear now uh yeah what am i gonna wear i don't know you should wear something cool though yeah okay i'm gonna wear something cool should Uh, i buy a, a rangers jersey i don't know if i can do that but maybe maybe i buy a trooper jersey just because it's like yeah, our buddy. You know? Yeah. Is he's our best friend? I guess he's a bestie of ours and he would appreciate it greatly. And I'll probably have a hat trick if I wear a Truber jersey and just Well that'd be cool beer and everyone and, throws and, their, and I beer monster a beer. Everyone throws their hats <coughs> on the ice. Yeah, maybe we'll be on the Rangers Jumbotron since when the caps were gonna put us up, we got blown out. Oh, that's true. Craig and I were supposed to be on the Caps Jumbotron. They brought the camera over to us and everything, and producer, right? And so they yeah. told us, they told us that we were going to be on. And the whole time we were like, hell yeah, hell yeah. But then when the camera kind of got there, we got I got nervous as hell, man. Do you remember? Yeah. I kept on talking to you. I was like, Craig, dude, Craig, oh, what if like, I can't chuck my beer? What if? And you were like, shut up, man. Just shut up. Dude. Just, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, man. I'm kind of freaking out now. Like, I don't know what, you know, and, and it was kind of like a weight off my shoulders when they were like, well, we're down six to one. So we're not sure how much you're going to be able to rile up the crowd. <laughs> and we were like, okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. Like, it we're might down. seem a little insulting to like watch you guys have fun in Capitals jerseys while, while we're doing While they're getting their ass kicked. And that's, yeah, that, that was going to be. Because we hadn't beer monstered yet, Craig. And for all those listening that don't know what a beer monster is, it's where you pull your jersey or shirt oh my over God, your face. That's right. And drink your- we were going to do it for, um, oh, fuck. What's his name on the caps? That- oh, uh, your, your, your hero? No. 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 Not Ovi. Uh, uh, Ovi, the other one. It. Yeah. And he did it after they won the Stanley Cup. Yes. And, um, and so, and so we did do it at our live show and it's actually in our video of, of us doing it. It's not as Oshie, easy as you think. Oshi, 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 TJ Oshi. And the shirts aren't as permeable as you would think. No, we just poured beer all over ourselves. Yeah, we just poured beer all over ourselves. And like, we kind of had to take off our jerseys after that, didn't we? Or did we keep them on? I don't remember. I think we kept them on. Oh man, that makes me just miss tour. To be honest, it makes me just miss being on the road and like beer monstering with our besties. Craig, we've never been able to call people our besties in on stage. How fun's that going to be? Yeah, that is. Well, and we're going to go on tour soon too. That'll be fun to announce. Um, dude, tour was like the best nervous energy every time prior to going on stage. 
but y'all just brought it every time. It was so fun. So fun. I remember. I, th- All right. I threw up. We have to do it again. Yo, yeah. Oh, man. Craig, Craig puked before one of our shows, which was you said pretty awesome. Serious? And I was like, yeah, I'm good to go because I was freaking out. And then I went, I think it was Philly. And I think it was the New York show or, or was it Philly? I think it was Philly. And they were like, okay. yeah, it was because my buddy Paul was there. And they were like, our walkout music had started to play. And I just ran back and like, pu- like puked in the bathroom and came. I back. was like, Craig, Craig, where are you going? Where are you going? I was like, I was like, you cannot leave me here alone. Okay. I need you. Your eyes. Were like, there were a lot of people on that one open. Yeah, there were Philly was. Packed. Yeah. Yeah. Philly, Philly had like a thousand people, right? Oh, that was, I, I, I didn't have trop hop, right? I, I had a couple of trop hops on me for personal use, right? Because I had Lauren send me trop hops each place that, you know, I went to because I was giving them away before I got told not to, because in Philly, I was like, all right, you know, who wants a trop hop? And like eight girls stormed the steps going up to the stage and like one girl fell. And, and, and then it was, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And, and then we were like, let's not, let's not do that anymore. Um, and also I can't be just eat, you know, giving away alcohol when I don't know the ages of people. <laughs> That's true. We, uh, but, uh, we had, um, yeah, that was oh, fun. And I... then we, and then we take off our shirts, sign them and throw them into the crowd, which is pretty fun. Yeah. We're about to have merch again, which thank God it's been a while. I know you guys keep asking. So thank you. Um, and the merch that we're going to have is, is going to be a little more, um, centric to pillows and beer not that our last wasn't but i just definitely want a badass shirt that says besties on it with like our faces is that too much to ask is that too much to ask it's been a busy people just like walking around in the airport wearing a shirt that says besties with our face on it like that's just what i want to see i mean you can make it i just don't know if anyone's gonna buy it but i mean you could give them out to people maybe (laughs) you don't like the bestie shirt I haven't seen it yet. I haven't finished it yet. I'll send it. I'm gonna send it to you. I haven't seen done. it either. With our faces on it, like characters? Well, it's like a logo. It's like a PMB a, logo. Oh, that's cool. you know, like how they like do like the <laughs> plain, like kind of cartoon look where it's like flat, and you kind of just do like the outline of faces kind of thing. You mean just like Giggly Squad does? Oh, is that what the Giggly Squad does? Yes. Oh well, yeah, pretty much. I didn't even know I was copying them, but tell Paige it's not copyright if I didn't know. Oh, jeez. That's fine. It's all in the family at this point. Um, All right, let's take a uh, another quick commercial break. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to this episode of Pillars and Beer. Joined with my bestie Austin Crowler, other bestie Nick Norris, who's now a pastor, uh, preacher guy, does wedding ceremonies if you need to get married. Pastor preacher guy. Before That's I, uh, Nick's new bio. Yeah. Before I pastor about, slash preacher, technically minister. The world is just burning mm. down at the moment. But on a happy note, April first, me and Paige's collection launches for Sewing Down South. She helped me design a black and white line called the Page Collection. So April first, uh, it's probably going to go fast, but we're going to have a huge party at the store. It's also the Bridge Run Austin. So hopefully, 
you pop by, we'll have we'll let you use the back entrance. But um, oh boy, we're throwing a bridge run weekend. Wait, wait, man, when's that? That's like next Friday, April first is the bridge run Saturday. So the bridge, everyone listening, we've got fifty thousand people come to town to run the ten k over the Cooper River Bridge, biggest ten k in the country. And everyone ends up on King Street just partying. Uh, Afterwards, yeah. Our party starts at 2 o'clock, though, um, which is a little later than that first wave of people. But April 1st is Sewing Down South's four-year anniversary. We launched on April 1st because everyone didn't know if it was a joke or not. And it was kind of a play on April Fool's. And this is not an April Fool's joke. So come see us at Sewing Down South April 1st. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, have you ever ran the bridge in the bridge run? No, no. I was just going to say, I feel like it's something that doesn't make me a real, well, a lot of people would argue that I'm not a real Charlestonian. Even if I live here for 50 years, people will say that I'm not, but I feel like with how long have I been here, Craig, which is going on nine, nine years now come June. uh, I need to run this damn thing. I need to run this thing regardless of how long it takes me to finish. And I need to do it at least once, right? I mean, running is not my thing. I do not like to run any longer. I found out that running is kind of bad for your knees and all sorts of things. And that's all that I needed to hear. And I was like, all right, fine. Cardio now is walking at an incline. I'm done with running. Fuck you. I never liked you to begin with. You whore of an exercise. That's true. Sorry um, to anyone out there that likes to run, but I hate running with a passion. It is just like the whole time I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But Ridge Run sounds dope. Well, we were supposed to run it on camera, me, you, and Shep, when COVID hit. Oh, yeah. yeah and that's they were going to let us run up front with all the professional runners. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, run up front. I mean, we would have been left in the dust in the yeah, first but minute. It's because there's different phases because there are so many people that I mean I would get claustrophobic as shit if I was uh any yeah true oh so many awesome things got cut because we had to obviously pull the, the city was filming. actually opening up to us and they're like actually film this this spring film this film this film this. yeah yeah uh, but what a time but yeah so bridge run if you're coming to town, come by, but I have not, I've run the bridge. Yeah. I'm going to come by Craig. I'm going to come by for sure, but I've never done it. Uh, a fit like during the race, but man, your calves will burn the next day. Uh, but yeah, as I opened up my Instagram, it's like Israel's burning down. France is burning down. I mean, the world is truly in a cluster. Right, man. I just saw something where, where because they increased the retirement age from 62 to 64 in France, that all sorts of people are going on strike, including garbage workers. And there is just garbage piled high on the streets. Yeah, there's like, I don't know if it was Paris, but it, you know, said France. And obviously, when well, I now think there's of France, like violent, violent riots because they're trying to get to the prime minister's house. And, you know, Israel is, is shit's hitting the fan too. It's just, kind of crazy but anyway nick's like telling us to move on whatever we're not having an opinion i'm just saying we're lucky to be in a peaceful moment uh over here i austin you and i are going to be in in italy in june um Mm -hmm. wait what's what's going on in june damn it i don't want to seem like i'm so fucking ignorant but like I try not to pay attention. I mean, I learn most of my news from Craig, man. Craig sends no, you're me going things to on Instagram all the time. No, like you are going yeah. on a family trip. Right, right, right. Sorry, I just got off 
Oh, on a tangent. Mean, so like, so like what is the political unrest in Italy is what I was trying to get to. Oh, I'm not sure about Italy right now. So as long uh, as there's always some, that's what I meant to ask like immediately. Uh, like I, I don't season. know. And, and is that you telling me like, well, we're going to Italy and I'm like, wait, usually an affair in Italy. That's that is true. Things. Austin usually gets his stuff from me. Greg just sends me all sorts of things on Instagram and some of them are really interesting. And some of them I'm like, Craig's tinfoil hat is on right now. And this is like all the chickens that all the what? all the chickens that got fucking killed this week. I I actually thought that that was kind of interesting. I was like, this is a conspiracy. It's it's like conspiracy. Someone set the chicken coops on fire. And all of a sudden some farmer lost like a hundred thousand chickens. And I'm like, Oh man, why do you think that freaking like inflation, you know, a 12 pack of eggs, yeah, the time. Did, like, did, did you, did you Does watch anyone call it that, by the way? Well, Does anyone call it a 12 pack of eggs or is it a carton of eggs? A carton of eggs? Okay, a carton of eggs now. A dozen eggs or a carton of eggs? It was a 21 alarm fire. It was a 21 stations responded to that chicken farm and 100,000 hens died. That's were- unbelievable. Okay, because that, Craig, at, like you sent that to me coming on the heels of me reading some article where it was talking about uh, inflation. So 40 years ago, um, 100K is 100K. Now they're saying that that 100K is equivalent. Sorry. That that 100K now is, is, is 292K equals 100K to adjust for fucking inflation. I was like, 300K is the new 100K? That's bullshit. And then, and then you sent me that thing about the chickens, and I was like, "Now we're doomed." You know, inflation. This is why. This is why I can't eat my eggs because I'm paying. This is why I want chickens, know, and my community won't. Twelve. Me. Yeah, yeah. Craig is gonna get a chicken and name it Nick. I love chickens. Go ahead and call it Nick because I love chickens. And then he's gonna chop its head off. <laughs> we are bad. And see how long that it survives running around the yard. I would cry. Well, the foxes would get to it. Your yard looks good, by the way. I saw Paige's pictures. Thanks, dude. Speaking I was like, Craig's Paige, yard. Paige, you just like posted my yard, which I hadn't done yet. I was like, I've been taking yeah, You've months, been out and I was like, wait a second. I've been taking months of like, me. footage of yeah. my yard for like, I mean, to be fair, I would never actually make the TikTok, but um, she started laughing. It was like, wait, what? And I was like, I haven't posted my yard yet. Um, yeah, actually, the first person that that I reached out to you about your yard was Paige because I responded to one of her Instagram stories. Yeah, I was that's, like, that's exactly I was like, what it wow. Was. I was like, this looks awesome. And then I texted you today, Craig, about it, which I texted her first, though, because she posted it. <laughs> no, I was glad. I mean, I was like, I eventually I'm going to have to post it. But yeah, I uh, I have all these grand ideas that I never follow through on when it comes to social media. I just me too. By I never the way. think about it. I need to, Craig. Craig, I, I like want you to hold my feet to the fire because I haven't made an Instagram post since I don't know. I probably was forced to, and I really want to make a hard post about the restaurant when we're there. It's like I want to grab oh, Jordan. Yeah. I want to grab Phil. You, you know, whatever partners like are there. Paige, if she wants to jump in, if not, she can take the pick. You know, I want to do a hard post congratulating everyone that's been involved and telling everyone about it. So I want you to hold my feet to the fire for that because I want to post something on Wednesday night. Oh, which brings us full circle to why we were talking about long distance. We may be going, uh, we'll see who comes to the restaurant with us uh, on Wednesday, but basically maybe Austin is going to start coming to New York with me more. Who knows? But that's where <laughs> I finally started. Uh, and 
and keep that's just some wishful thinking but yeah, that uh, distance will keep that distance keeps the spark a lot no i don't know who knows but anyway we are ad and d track um but yeah Paige will be back on wednesday to go to the restaurant with us and we can't wait anything happening with this like basketball tournament going on i just know that the team that beat calder charleston it's a nightmare is, what it is in the final four and we well, played terribly well, okay if Yes, Craig. Uh, Alabama went down in the Sweet 16 to the oh, team that is now house. in the Final Four. But, like, if you're just a fan in general, like, this tournament is fucking awesome. There is absolute chaos, Craig. There are no number ones after the Sweet 16 for, like, the first time, I don't know, ever? Ever. ever. Okay. <laughs> and, That's my score. And, yeah, that hurts. And yet that hurts, right? Because I'm like, damn it, man. Like, I wanted Bama as probably our best team that we're ever going to have, ever. And we went down. But it is what it is. But, like, chaos has just ranked. There's a nine seed in there, Craig, in the Final Four. Uh, and now with San Diego State winning, there's a five seed. There's probably a game on right right now. Um, but it is mayhem. Well, that's like, oh, yeah. the average awesome seed is like viewer. a five. It's awesome for the viewer. I was at... Halls actually, and I looked up at the TV and it said Alabama had lost. And I said, Oh shit, Austin's not gonna the person that. leading our league is in the hundredth percentile, like they're in the top of the top right now. And all of where am I at? I have no idea. Wait, We're not what's, any... what's that? I was up website? here, and then all of a sudden I was under the floor. What's the yeah. website? It is, yeah, I, can, uh, I can't share it with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, wait, wait, you just send it to us uh, in a text, Nick, so that we can pull it up. Oh yeah, here you go. Um, I didn't get anything right. I know mine was really bad. Don't worry, Craig. Like I said, the, it's a nightmare. Um, so oh, who okay. who is supposed to? Miami just won, so they're in the yes. championship. My, and they just came back. I totally missed it while we were while we were recording because we were down by like fifteen when we started, and, and they, they won by seven. And Miami is a five seed, right? They're higher than that. I thought. Oh yeah, I five mean, seed. Yeah, excuse me. This is what I'm talking about. Yes, we yes. have we have two five seeds and a nine seed, and then the last game is probably on now to see to see who's no, going. I'm no, it's the... over. No, they're all they're all filled up. Oh no, Great. okay. So lost, what really. is it? I was in it's the... San Diego State one, Miami. So it'll be Miami versus San Diego State and FAU versus uh, who beat Alabama? San Diego State beat Bama. I'm San Diego State. No, that they beat Creighton just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand, but they beat Alabama. Oh, duh, yeah, you're right. You're, an, I'm an idiot. Yes, um, it's SDSU versus Creighton, and verse, and the winner of that will play Miami. No, Miami. San Diego no. State already oh, won, man. Oh, no, it's San Diego State. Yeah, so they beat Kyle to Charleston, and we guys. Can someone just look up the effing? It is final four. It's SDSU versus Miami in the final. No, that's no, the final four, dude. There is a final four, Craig. That's that the final four. That means, they already means played. that. Four teams are playing next weekend. I'm looking at it, and they've You're, already. Oh, no, okay. No, sorry. Now yes. go to the next game, Craig. FAU and uh, Connecticut. That's right. UConn. UConn's the hot team. They're probably going to win it all. They beat a Jeez, team man. Who beat Texas? Texas lost to Miami. Oh, my God, dude. My, dude. So it just happened. Like they, Texas was up by 15, I think, or 13 at one point, and they just came storming back. 
Yeah. So anyway, I ended my I just thought that basketball was cool, but 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 now it's dumb again. I had no one in the Elite Eight, so I got nothing right in the Sweet Sixteen or Elite Eight. I finished. I'm in ten point nine millionth place right now. Nice. The forty six percentile. Okay. Yeah. Let me look. I just texted you guys the link to the uh, or it's sending the tournament. Mine's not sending. Wait, I'm number fourteen in our in our league. Really? I don't think so. Are you? Yeah, it says maybe he is. I mean, like I said, no, there's not a. So this poor girl, Morgan Mock, whoever she was, I was looking at her score. She had like was like a perfect bracket like the other day. My cousin and I were laughing like, "Oh my god, she's killing everyone." She felt the. She fell real quick. (laughs) All right, all right. Listen to mine, guys. I am in the 99th percentile, and I'm in rank 234,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's crazy. I'm in the that's 99th percentile. Damn. Oh, perfect picks for Paige is in second. I'm assuming that's not Paige, just a fan. But I did have UConn in the final four, but that's the only team. Yeah, those are the people left. Are all The top four have UConn left. Yeah, I had Texas in. Oh my in god, too. what a disaster! All right, let's do. Well, I mean, I had. Uh, it's funny. So we were watching the all the guys in the. So the only TV was in the men's room at the reception, and so I have a picture on my phone of like forty guys watching, just crammed in a tiny little bathroom, watching the end of the Kansas State game last night, and all just going, "What the f just happened?" Because no one could find a TV that would work, so we all just crammed into a bathroom. We all came out and like. What the hell are you guys doing in there? Hold on, man. I'm in 10th place. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Mine I'm looking was, at the leaderboard right mine now. Was All right, well, look at it, motherfucker. Yeah, mine was. Oh, you mine. are in 10th place. Dude, but you, three, but you're you. not going to be after this week, after t- today. Nice. One of these brackets is bringing your, your drop points off already filled out. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Yeah, let's do some. Uh, let's do some follow up questions from last week, and then we'll we'll get out of here. We've got a special guest, Nick. What is her name? Joining us, Candice Horbox. Okay, she's joining us next week. Um, but here's a follow up question from last week. You talked about unfriending a lifelong friend last weekend. My question is how to unfriend one of my best friends. He lives in Chicago, but I live in Charlotte. What up, Austin? However, we stay in constant communication, and the issue is I have always liked him. He is the reason I do not date other guys seriously, and as I do not think there is a future with him, how do I tell him I no longer want to be friends? Whoa. We message each other all the time and probably talk on the phone for a couple hours once a week. He does date other girls, and he always tells me I need to put myself out there more. This always makes me feel depressed because I would like for it to be him as we connect on all levels. What do I do here? My girlfriend said I need to just tell him or ghost him, but I just do not know. Well, you 100% have to tell him before you ghost him or you will wonder what if for the rest of your life. There's only about 15 rom-coms out there about this, but that is not to take any credit away from how incredibly difficult this situation is. So let me just get this straight. So what I'm hearing is that, yes, she is in love with her best friend and he openly dates and tells her that she needs to, but she doesn't because she's like, no, idiot, I love you. Yeah, but she's never told him. And so maybe he only dates because he thinks that you don't like him. I mean, you have no clue. Basically, the best case scenario here is worth it. I say ghost him. <laughs> I say ghost him and play that fucking mind game, baby. And then maybe he'll miss you. But you know, she's if already not, ghosting like, him because 
She's never told him that she likes him, so he dates other girls and tells her probably just because right. he doesn't want to be a pussy. He he knows. Okay. He knows. Well, then, yeah, not too often does this happen. but You Austin know why. I, Austin I say she punches him in the dick and then says, <laughs> you, you know why. This doesn't seem to off, happen often, so I'm going to take a picture of this moment. Thanks to our friends at Pillows and Beer Cameras. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just found an old camera. God knows what's on that. Uh, so, yeah, we are at an impasse, me and Austin. He says ghost him. If you think he knows, then yes, move on with your life. Yeah. Like if you've ever told but guys him, are pretty stupid. Let's be real here. Yeah. But yeah, if, well, if you... If some are more dumb than others. If he has no clue, if you're listening... To this podcast and you live in Chicago and you talk to a girl in Charlotte all the time and you have feelings for her, please tell her before you lose her forever. Um, but yeah, he lives in Chicago. You can't man. be held up on this guy anymore. But here's why oh, I nice think sweatshirt, Austin. here's why I think yeah, I know. he doesn't know is because her girlfriends say you just need to tell him or ghost him. So if you've never told him, tell him is my opinion. Austin saying ghost him regardless. Um so, I say ghost. It also could just be that fantasy, like it's easier said than done. But and then but, you, it doesn't work out. You're like, oh wait, now that I've told you, or now that we like hook up, it'd be like I think we're better as friends. And you, she didn't say that she loved him, though, did he? Or did she? She, just, she didn't say in that message right there that she loved him. No, she didn't say I love him. She man. just said, she just said, I think that he's <laughs> the reason that I don't date other people, and I feel. That it's not her duty, and this is why I'm saying ghost. I'm just simplifying. Is that it's not her duty to be like, "Hey, I just want you to know that I love you." And I, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's well, almost. She did like say that she doesn't think there's a future with him. So, um, well, there you go. And like, if she knows that, then knowing is already and half you're right. the battle. He's come. And she knows that, and so. You don't have to I mean, ghost him because shit, that, that's a power move. But I mean, back off. Yeah. If like, if you really you think that there's not a future there. Yeah. Go on dates. He's going to come chasing or maybe show up at your doorstop, but don't let that be the reason um, that you do it. Keep us posted with all of the questions that people Please write do. in. We want to hear. Um, we, we are invested in your guys' lives just like you are in ours. Um. What would you say the most romantic spots in Charleston are coming into town for a week, but want to make one of the days special for my girlfriend? I know you have given the everyday spots, but what about romantic? I actually have one that comes to mind. What about you, Austin? And I will give up my spot because it's not that crazy. Um, I think that the Pitt Street Bridge is a great spot. Yeah, that's the one I was going to say. Yeah, I think the, <laughs> Wait, where's the that? Pitt, Pitt Street Bridge is, is, is where Craig and I had our friendship talk last year. Um, I filmed again this year. But it is just like a bridge to nowhere kind of thing. And like it juts out into the it's ICW beautiful. and it's really pretty. And you just have a view of the bridge and a view of this. And it's, it's, yeah, it's like a park with benches. And and you can go to Johnny's um, beforehand and get your sandwich and hot dogs to go or Pitt Street Pharmacy, which me and Cameron both love. And then go have your lunch on a bench at, um, the Pitt Street Bridge, and uh, yeah, it's an incredible. It's awesome. What else, though, Craig? Man, what else? Like, what would you say for like uh, dinner? Then after that, I mean, dinner is just going to be like walking around. Um, 
I would say this, where the pineapple fountain is on market, like go to dinner at like Amen Street or uh, Magnolia's or High Cotton or Snob, like somewhere or Snob. On, yeah, somewhere on the market and then walk out on the pier. There's a there's a pier for like pedestrians um, with a lot of history. And that's kind of nice. Like it's out on the water. But walking around the market uh, and East Bay, like like Battery Park. Battery Park can be a little scary though at night. It's pretty dark. So I would stick <laughs> yeah, to like the, the daytime fountain. thing. Yeah. What do you think at night, Austin? I mean, I just wouldn't say the pineapple fountain because it's it it can be so so busy, right? Because now right across the street there's like an ice cream shop, and it can be so busy and so touristy. It is pretty, and it is like a pretty picture, but it's like you know the angel wings, like in Nashville, almost. Um, I do think that going down to the Battery <clears throat> is more spread out, and that you can sit on a bench again and watch the sunset and and you're just like surrounded by so much fucking history and it's really really nice so my vote is the battery at night which i guess that it wouldn't be bad to go to the pineapple fountain get get an ice cream cone and walk down to the battery i mean that's yeah i think that sounds really sweet yeah sounds really sweet there's not i would say that the romantic places happen outside of the restaurants um have a nice dinner, have a nice meal. And then like Austin said, go grab an ice cream and walk somewhere. Uh, yeah. And Charleston's great for that. Um, we know it was a little short of a podcast this week, guys. Uh, we had a busy week finishing up a big project. Um, but we are here. We haven't missed a week with you guys in a long time. And we, we plan on keeping that going. So um, I'll let Austin have the final world the final word and uh we, give me the world craig give me the world let us know in our dms if uh if we're going to see you in new york next week go ahead austin all right besties thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode we hope to run into all of you in new york in the next couple of days um make sure to come up and say hey we always love it when we hear that you're besties um i hope that you enjoyed this episode much love, Nick, Craig. I love you both. I'll probably text you both in, in five minutes. But until next week, y'all, or until we see you in New York City, much love. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.